0: The How Dare You podcast is brought to you by Titties. (laughs) (laughs) The How Dare You podcast is brought to you by the Vegas Beer Guys and Tuity Fitness.
1: The How Dare You podcast contains explicit language. Because we learned it from you, Dad. (laughs) Hello and welcome to the How Dare You podcast. This is the Cobra edition. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Chance here. I'm from the How Dare You Awards. That giggle you heard was the dismissive laughter of Lady Chu from Tua T Fitness. Hi, Chu.
0: Hi, Chance. Dismissive. I like that. I think
1: so. You gave a little. You gave me a little head shake, like Cobra's not the shit, but Cobra is the fucking shit.
0: I didn't hate it. All right. I mean, my grade doesn't necessarily represent that, but I didn't hate it, and I can tell because I didn't write a ton of notes. Nice. I like. I didn't write an obscene amount of notes.
1: This movie's absurd. This yeah. movie. It
0: really is. It's
1: fucking. Banana sandwich, as you might have said a couple episodes yeah. ago. Fucking.
0: Full-on, <laughs> thick ass banana sandwich. <laughs> and I can't tell, like, does it know what it is or it doesn't? I, I can't tell if it's self-aware. No,
1: I don't think it does know what it is. I think it's a happy no. accident that it is what it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, this movie's kind of strange. Do you
1: know what this movie's in response to, actually? Because famously, Sylvester Stallone was supposed to be in Beverly Hills Cop. Right. I knew that. And he was not. And they cast Eddie Murphy and it's a smash hit and everybody loved it. But this is basically Sylvester Stallone's response. He wanted. This was the version of the cop movie he wanted to do for Beverly Hills Cop.
0: Yikes. (laughs) I know. Oh, God.
1: Makes me so happy. You know,
0: some things, some things just happen the way they're supposed to happen. (laughs) And this is one of those things.
1: Yeah. Because Beverly Hills Cop (laughs) is Beverly Hills Cop, and it's exactly what it should be. And this cobra is fucking cobra, Chew.
0: (laughs) These are two completely different movies. And the only thing that they have in common is that there's police. Yes. That's it. That's the only... (laughs) You can't say... Oh, this is in response to the fuck it is. (laughs) Two different movies.
1: All right, everyone. Clearly, we are talking about Cobra, a 1986 film directed, Chu, by George P. Cosmatos.
0: That's a mouthful. (laughs) And we all know, I don't know who the hell that is. Come
1: on, Chu, you should know because he's a, he's the director. Okay, here's this this is a whole uh, a whole other set of fun facts. But first I'm going to tell you the other movies he's directed. Rambo: First Blood Part 2. Okay. Amazeballs.
0: Well, you know that I haven't seen
1: that. Of course not. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I shouldn't even bother asking you about Leviathan.
0: No, it sounds scary. I'm going to say 1989,
1: Peter Weller, Ernie Hudson, no. Daniel Stern. No, one of several underwater scary monster movies. That and Deep Star 6. The Abyss. But they weren't monsters, they were nice aliens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what any of that. But is. in the
1: 80s there were lots of underwater Danger movies. Okay. And then also, Chew, Tombstone. Really? Yes, ma'am. Interesting. However, famously for both this movie and Tombstone, he is credited as the director, having not done a lot of directing.
0: Yeah. I knew that about Tombstone because... People came out and said after that Kurt Kurt Russell Russell basically basically taken over, exactly. Yeah, and that he was one of the main reasons the movie continued, or just the project had continued at all, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And then apparently, thank God for him, nothing happened in Cobra that Sylvester Stallone didn't have his grubby little hands all over.
0: it's okay he can get all handsy with the movie it's not great but I don't hate him for it yeah I
1: think it's to the movie's benefit this is like at the height of his hubris and he was like cashing in all it's like I'm gonna put everything on double zero green cobra (laughs) double zero green (laughs) (laughs) they spun that wheel and he was like sorry sir red 42 (laughs) give me your money Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but we were left with this fucking magical movie. This movie had a budget of $25 million, an opening weekend of $12.6 million. In the USA and the world, $49 million. Wait,
0: what was the overall budget?
1: Twenty-five. Okay. Made money. Yeah. Just not a lot of money. It didn't make Beverly Hills Cop money. Right. All right. chew. Let's go to How Dare You Awards. This is a 1986 okay. movie. This is more than a decade before the How Dare You Awards are created. What would you nominate this movie for? It's possible biggest disappointment for some people, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Not me, because I, mean, I saw it in 1986, and I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, you might be able to, but the the fact that it was in the 80s, I think, is a, a small saving grace, because certain expectations aren't being met or aren't being set. That is
1: the perfect description. You have to forgive it. It's an 80s movie.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Like if this movie came out as is right now, movie, people would be yeah, like, have you lost your fucking mind? If this movie mind?
1: came out in 2015, people people would lose their shit. They'd be like, what the yeah. fuck is this? But for 1980s? Yeah, the expectations are completely makes different. Makes complete sense. Yeah.
0: Um. Well, there's no Oscar. No. Oscar winning people in here. It's not so outrageous. It's not a ridiculous concept. Yeah, I mean, the concept
1: is there's a serial killer loose, and they're trying to protect a material witness. There's nothing ridiculous about that. No. Formulaic, probably, in the sense of just like a Stallone action movie.
0: Right. Uh, Good guy, bad guy, damsel. Of that time. kind of thing. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't think it would be nominated for that many how dare yous.
1: Yeah, formulaic for sure probably the the best chance i also don't think it's a movie that took itself way way too seriously because i think this movie takes itself seriously but because everything on screen is so absurd and ridiculous it's not uh offensive
0: (laughs) right it's not trying to be completely something else yeah in spite of what i just said about Beverly Hills but yeah i don't think it could have been crazier and it it wasn't so they get a pass on that one
1: i'll tell you the one thing that is ridiculous though like the idea that there's a serial killer with a mob yeah and that he is he is he he must be so charismatic that he has managed to get all kinds of people from all kinds of different walks of life. There are men, there are besuited Reaganites crashing axes together with him.
0: Yeah. But you know what? He's not charismatic. Exactly. So it's confusing. It doesn't make sense. That guy's a dud. <laughs> he's a dud. I'll tell you what he is, though. Can you though? imagine being on a first date with him? No, I could not. Kill me. Please kill <laughs> well, me.
1: Well, he's going to do that for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what's not ridiculous, though. The actor is Brian Thompson.
0: Mm-hmm. He's
1: legitimately scary.
0: <laughs> he is scary.
1: He is fucking a scary dude in this movie.
0: Yeah, I I believe oh he kills people. Yeah. He might kill people.
1: I mean, I got total Night Stalker vibes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I could, you know, you could. Because I remember the Night Stalker from when I was a kid. Like, I remember my brother and I going to bed and saying to ourselves, I hope we wake up in the morning, even though he wasn't really anywhere near San Diego. But it was like, like, it was like he was making his way down from, he was like in Northern California and is like, all of a sudden he's in Los Angeles and we would freak out. And then this guy gave me those vibes. Of like, if I was living in Los Angeles at that time and this was going on, (laughs) (laughs)
0: no thank you (laughs) no thanks um i was thinking you could kind of reach for this category but this could be a porno title i thought of that cobra Cobra. obviously like if you if i see a a porno title and it's labeled cobra (laughs) i'd be like okay i know i understand what's going on here
1: i hope his dick isn't a cobra
0: Stick is twelve feet long. <laughs> well, I don't think they're that big, but whatever.
1: Yeah, is it hooded and has fangs? I fucking hope not. <laughs> God damn it. You could make a uh, you could you could combine you could do uh, like a a a porno slash horror movie cobra.
0: Yeah, it could be like Halloween with an actual like... cobra
1: for a dick.
0: Yeah, Wiener dresses up as snake cobra oh, fuck alright you just paint on oh what about this paint on little things. <laughs> <laughs> too far <laughs> it's getting weird I okay. guess uh, just Moving imagine on.
1: it standing up and then like skin coming out to the side like a hood
0: <laughs> and it hisses yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ how old am I okay
1: oh baby <laughs> <laughs> we didn't talk about this yet though 18% on Rotten Tomatoes I get it but I think this should be like a 40% movie
0: yeah I would say no more than 40 but 18's a, a little low I think
1: more people should get it
0: yeah just understand what you're watching before you watch it right setting expectations
1: you shouldn't be expecting more. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this movie hits you right in the solar plexus of what you should expect. <laughs> totally. All right. All right, Chu, for the benefit of our audience, could you please explain the plot? I can do that. Fuck yeah. Chew, 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 yeah. Chew, Chew explains the plot. <laughs>
0: Um, okay. Uh, pause for, pause for Michelle, uh, buffering. Her (laughs) brain is buffering. Okay. Get to it. What the fuck happened in this movie? What is he? He's a detective. Okay. We got a detective. He's a
1: detective on the zombie squad.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So Stallone's a detective in LA and, uh, there's this, a secret society who basically like a new world order kind of thing but we're looking like small potatoes here okay they're not <laughs> that big right. um and they don't have all their shit together so they're they're going around town killing people uh very like yeah like you said night stalkery um and uh and then stallone gets on the case he's trying to figure out you know what's going on, who they are. He's trying to catch him, trying to get bag Bagas. He drives this ridiculous fucking car, which I'm excited to talk about later. Remember,
1: it's describe the plot, not everything that happens in the fucking movie.
0: I just remembered not it. All right, fine. We watched this two weeks ago, <laughs> so I can't remember everything. Uh, and then Bridget Nielsen, is that right? She, uh, she escapes, and now she's a witness in protective custody. And then uh, he has to protect her. You know, damsel in distress bullshit. And then, um, you know, as usual, bad things happen. <laughs> kind of saw that coming from the beginning. Bad things definitely happened in this movie.
1: <laughs> there is nothing but bad things happening in this fucking movie. Yeah. And the police department. Oh, man, it has got problems.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Crooked cops. And not only just crooked, but they're just not good at their job. Mhm. Just bad police yeah. work.
1: You got you got evil cops, you got bad cops, you got dumb cops, and then you have Sylvester Stallone.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Matchstick and His
0: junk food eating <laughs> yeah, his partner.
1: partner. Matchstick and Mouth. <laughs> his junk food. Yeah. Do you do you recognize junk food eating partner, by the way?
0: I did, but I couldn't place him.
1: What if I gave you this little nugget? Seinfeld.
0: Oh, God, we're dusting off an oldie.
1: Yeah. What if I gave you the character name of Poppy?
0: Poppy. That's not Soup Kitchen. No. Or uh, whatever, you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Rennie Santone, uh Santoni, who plays Gonzalez, the junk food eating partner, Chew, is Poppy, who peed on Jerry's couch.
0: Oh. <laughs> That's right.
1: Good fucking times.
0: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That was fun.
1: I love him. And he's great. Yeah, he was good. All right. Let's talk. (laughs) I'm so excited. Let's talk grievances and positive points, Jew. Don't fuck up. How many grievances do you have for this movie?
0: Twenty. Not that I, a medium amount. All right. On the lower end for grievances for me. Me too. Twenty.
1: I have twenty-five grievances. Okay. How many positive points do you have? I'm gonna have so many more than you.
0: Oh, completely. Um. I have, I have two, but I'm gonna make it three. Two. Yeah, I'm gonna make it three though because I just remembered. I thought it was funny that the the cult was doing like uh, group fitness classes in the beginning. It's not group fitness classes, (laughs) but that's what I thought of, (laughs) and I thought that that was funny. So that was a that was a double when they're when they're banging axes together. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ. It's group fitness, so they're staying. They have to stay healthy and you know they have to stay in shape because they're running around killing people. It's a lot of work.
1: Well, I far outpay I I far outpaced you.
0: I'm gonna guess you had 17.
1: Very close. What is it? A full twenty.
0: Wow. You're out of fucking control. No,
1: I'm right. It's so good.
0: (laughs) I'm assuming a good amount of those are are both grievance and positive point.
1: Actually, no.
0: (laughs) Good lord.
1: My first positive point is just the sounds over the credits. Dong, (laughs) dong. Stallone's ridiculous speech about how many acts of violence happen in the country.
0: Yeah. And then the bullet, the intro with the bullet. Exactly. What? Yikes.
1: I have a positive point for the line. Look, I don't agree with any of this. I just want you to know that up front. When he's put on the case by the, yeah, by by the way, uh, oh, I'm forgetting that actor's name right now, uh, Andrew Robinson, I think. Detective Monty, he's the asshole.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that
1: guy is also uh, the killer in the original Dirty Harry movie. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. You want to know? Dropping knowledge on you, Chew.
0: I've never seen Dirty Harry. God damn it! Fucking fuck! That's a crime. I understand the <gasps> uh, the gravity of that crime.
1: grievance. I understand. I'm going to introduce a new subject on the podcast right now. Every time you upset me, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. I'm Kirk. You're Spock.
0: Thank you for that. I mean, there isn't really a bad choice on that one, so I appreciate
1: it. (laughs) Oh (laughs) my god.
0: Chew. Dirty Harry. Come on. I understand what I've done. Fucking grievance. I know this.
1: Let's move on. It'll blow your head clean off. That's pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. I was squinting and everything.
0: I know I can tell. (laughs) God damn it.
1: All right. So I have 25 grievances and 20 positive points. You have, what was it? 17?
0: 20 and 2. I thought you went up to 3. I had 20 and 3. Thank you. All right. Let's take a break. okay
1: we've gotten as far as we usually do and then we'll come back this is
0: the new standard (laughs) we'll
1: come back and actually talk about the movie can I ask you a question do you like beer I like beer It's required by law that you like beer when you're living in San Diego, California, but even I can get confused and dizzied by the amount of choices that you can see at your local beer store. What's a person to do? I'll tell you what you do. You'll watch The Vegas Beer Guys, a live show on Instagram and Facebook, and they will set you right as to what beers you should have in your life or should not have in your life. The Vegas Beer Guys are brought to you by Dan Aker, The beer professional and Stephen Weiss, self proclaimed beer novice. They'll drink beers for you and drink beers with you. Go ahead and check out their live shows and they'll tell you which beers you should be having in your fridge. Everybody wants the perfect combination of molten hops in your life, and Dan Aker and Stephen Weiss are the perfect combination of fantastic and wonderful. Check them out on Facebook, check them out on Instagram. Find them, you're going to watch their show and love their show. They give away free merch during their shows. So go ahead and check out the Vegas Spear Guys. What a great time. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Lady Chu and I are here discussing the 1986 cop masterpiece, Cobra.
0: That's a bit much.
1: Come on, alliteration and everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chu. I am I am very excited to talk about this first scene. Uh, first, you have the that ridiculous, and I was wrong before, by the way. I, I have listed both as grievance and positive points, the sounds over the credits, and Stallone's speech. Yeah. <laughs> and I stand by it.
0: It's okay. I'll let you have it.
1: And then we start seeing sort of a motorcycle... Or people at, at a grocery store, a motorcycle approaching the store, cut in between uh, a huge group of people training for the apocalypse.
0: Yeah. Group fitness.
1: Yeah. But it's okay. like you have you have construction workers, you have Wall Street people,
0: they homeless men came from
1: work. Motorcycle guys, like the 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 collection of people that have joined this group is ridiculous
0: it's alarming yeah they all came straight from work fucking love it it's weird
1: and then you see the fantastic Marco Rodriguez he's that first killer yeah he is uh, a working workman like actor but I always remember him he's in a commercial right now really Yeah. He's a little grayer, of course. It's been a while, but he's in that uh, I think it's one of the. What is it? Is it progressive? Or the one with flow?
0: That's progressive.
1: Yeah. So he's in one of those commercials where they're how I forget. It's like a focus group. And he says, yeah, my sister got kicked out of one of those things once. And I can't remember what it was, because it was something benign, like a an amusement park or something, or a fat camp, or I don't know. <laughs> he's like, yeah, my sister got kicked out of one of those once. And they go, oh, did she break the rules? And he said, no, grand larceny. Yikes.
0: I don't think I've seen that one.
1: <laughs> but he's fucking great as this serial killer. He comes in with his shotgun chew, and he is fucking shooting fruit and beans and chips and drinks. Everything but people at first.
0: He's not very good.
1: He's not good (laughs) at his job. Also, he parked in the handicap spot. you knew right there he's a dick. Yeah. Fucker. (laughs) I like that he's been in that store for five minutes, and the captain says, enough of trying to deal with this psycho. Call in the cobra.
0: Yeah, the cobra. The cobra. Yeah
1: much to monty's disple- displeasure
0: they could have given more time but you know it just goes to show bad police work and they carry <laughs> that theme throughout amazing. the whole fucking movie and then and in comes awesome 50 awesome 50 driving like a fucking maniac <laughs> i, I could not stop laughing he's like he's a clear
1: fucking hazard to the goddamn streets God.
0: Yep. And he always has his sunglasses on. He has his sunglasses on for like 20 minutes.
1: That's a major major grievance yeah. for me. Not just his sunglasses, but his gloves too.
0: Yep. He he woke up in the morning and was like, "Pizza. Oh yeah, that's my outfit." What? He eats pizza
1: with his gloves on. He
0: ate it with a fork. Even more psychotic. I think he's the serial killer. He, cu- he cut
1: it with scissors. That's right. And also, he took that
0: pizza out of
1: the freezer.
0: He's—he, I guarantee, if they made Cobra Two <laughs> twist, he's the serial killer.
1: <laughs> I was very alarmed when he took what was act, was definitely pizza, but also appeared to be eggs, out of his freezer. But it was just his gun cleaning equipment. Yeah,
0: that's weird. Why were they in the freezer? I don't know much about gun safety or protocol or upkeep or maintenance. So,
1: I know about pizza, though. I do not keep it in the fucking freezer.
0: Fuck no, especially if it was already takeout. You don't put it back in the freezer. That's what right. What are you doing? That's why he had to cut You're it doing because it it's wrong. fucking frozen. So he eats frozen pizza. Oh, God. But
1: this is all after he shoots the supermarket right. killer. Sorry, that was hard to say. It's too many K's. Super... Super... <laughs> supermarket <laughs> killer. <laughs> Which is, I mean, one of my all-time favorite scenes in a movie ever, Chew. It's absurd. First of all, he just walks into the supermarket. That's not a problem.
0: Yeah, he just walks in.
1: So this killer killer drops the ball right away, but keeping an eye on the fucking front door.
0: I mean, how can you? You're hiding in the freezer section. Or the butcher section, whatever.
1: But the hey, dirtbag speech... Stupid. Amazing.
0: Mega stupid.
1: I wrote it down twice as double positive point.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, no.
1: Chew. No. Let's do a reenactment. Okay. Here we go. Here's Stallone as Marion Cobretti on a goddamn supermarket CB... On the loudspeaker, after, by the way, Supermarket Killer tries to shoot him a couple times. Right. He says, Hey, Dirtbag, you're a lousy shot. I don't like lousy shots. You wasted a kid (laughs) for nothing. (laughs) Now I think it's time I waste you. Amazing.
0: That's pretty good. Yeah.
1: Followed by... He breaks into the freezer, has his gun on him. Nobody shoots. The killer is pointing, I think, a gun at him. No. He's pointing a gun at the girl and holding a bomb towards Sylvester Stallone. That's right. And he says something like, I'm going to blow this whole place apart. Stallone puts his own gun into his pants. Kind of wished he shot his dick off there. (laughs) But... (laughs) Puts his own gun into his pants and says, go ahead. I don't shop here.
0: The amount of easy lines is.
1: That's 80s yeah. magic right there.
0: <laughs> go
1: ahead. I don't shop here. He also says. So the killer says something about, you know, talking. I can't remember exactly what. But Stallone says, I'm a sucker for good conversation.
0: So horrible.
1: So fantastic.
0: <laughs> Fuck. The lines in here. Positive. So period. Point
1: period. <laughs> I love them all. Then he takes his gun out of his pants and yeah. shoots him.
0: He shouldn't have put it in his pants. That's what, that's what she said. That's not where the gun goes. It doesn't go in your dick. It's dangerous. Don't do that.
1: Not if you're doing it right. And, of course, there's one more line, Chew, because he, I almost forgot. He also ends this entire, uh, before he blows blows the supermarket killer away, I believe the supermarket killer says, we're part of the new revolution. And Stallone says, you're the
0: disease, and I'm the cure. <laughs> God, he thinks very highly of himself.
1: I'll say, but that's a major grievance for me. How much the police are advocating for like being the benevolent dictators. We'll decide who we should just shoot. Right. I mean, Stallone's got lines like, you think this maniac should have rights? And, uh... So long as we have to, you know, play by these bullshit rules, and the killer doesn't, we're gonna lose. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're on. You're on a slippery slope right there because. Oh uh, man. Yeah, that's that brings up a whole nother set of issues, which I'm sure we don't have time for. But yeah, there. I don't. I don't like anybody's perspective in this fucking movie.
1: No danger. It's like the. The cops were saying, hey, just trust us. We'll blow away the right people.
0: Yeah.
1: And no. no thinking about that today, we're like, no, no. Hard pass. Thank you. I want a vigilant lookout watching over you. Can
0: we just can we get anybody reasonable? Just reasonable in this movie? Yeah.
1: He has I have a note here that says what you know when they all right. Maybe I'll let me save it. Cause it it's kind of down the road okay. a little bit. Let's get in. Let's get into Bridget. Okay. Bridget.
0: Oh, it's not Bridget. <laughs> because Bridget. she starts. I get. Okay. I'm I gonna, don't know. It's fucking Bridget.
1: But she starts dancing around with homeless robots.
0: This was strange.
1: <laughs> this is such a great eighties montage. Fuck. Basically, just so that we can see her in many, many, many bikinis. Yeah. This is when they were married, I think. Yeah,
0: I looked that up. I was blown away because I know who she is. And I know that um, she (laughs) more recently has lived an interesting life. And so it was hard to not hard. It was interesting to see her before all of that and then know that she was married to Stallone.
1: Stallone. Right. Yeah. I'll tell you this, though. Let me ask you this. I think. She's great in this movie. I think she's really legitimately good. I agree. I thought her acting was good. She plays, yeah. She plays scared, like nobody's fucking business, yeah. showing true terror. Everything she does feels natural to me. I think she. I think she's the best thing in this movie. I would agree. Also, the character super smart. Oh yeah, she is. She is dodging, weaving, and getting out of the way of multiple axes and guns and shit. She is taking care of business flying by the seat of her pants.
0: <laughs> yeah, she was good. I did not like this character or her.
1: All right. I'm glad we don't have to fight about that. But that 80s music montage warmed my heart well, a bit. Well, you know, bit.
0: she's a supermodel, so they're like, okay, we're going to play to your play to your talents right you
1: know plus you have david rash as dan the photographer clear creep obviously oh my god and he gets murdered do you know who that actor is by the way that's fucking sledgehammer chew i don't
0: know
1: (laughs) sledge of course you don't know (laughs) I don't know why I said it like I was going to say Sledgehammer and it was going to recollect something in your brain. Oh, fuck
0: yeah, that's so cool. Oh, yes, Sledgehammer. No.
1: We're going back to Dirty Harry, Chew. Sledgehammer was a television show that was kind of a comedic send up of Dirty Harry. And he was Sledgehammer.
0: Okay. I believe you if you say it's cool.
1: Also, great as the asshole cop who frames poor Tom Selleck in An Innocent Man.
0: Nope.
1: Just fucking opening up doors into the memory palace, Chew. Just keep going further, down, deeper.
0: I don't know anything <laughs> you're talking about. I know.
1: I love that confused look on your face.
0: Grievance. If you said Magnum PI, I would be like, "Oh fuck yeah, I miss that show. I wonder where I can watch that." <laughs>
1: that show was, that show was great. Fucking fantastic. We are in agreement. And off track. Finally, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So finally, well, I, I guess it's even before that photo shoot. She sees him on the street, right? Like, they just killed somebody. Yeah. They see her. At the bus stop. See that, like, a group of three people at the bus stop loading, like, dead bodies onto the uh, bus stop yeah. bench. Yeah, no big deal.
0: Yeah, just posing it's him. It's downtown L.A. Making them look nice. possible. Yeah. That shit's dirty as fuck.
1: Yeah. Right. And he walks up with his best serial killer face to her Jeep, and she rightly says, I'm going to move on. Yep. <laughs> she gets the fuck out of there. But uh, then, bad cop bitch. Yeah. Puts her fucking license plate into into, into the system yep. and they track her to her photo shoot. Oh, and that security guard, Chew. Oh, yeah. He fucking yeah, gets he it. He does.
0: It's sad. Woo. Okay. Yeah.
1: Hold pipes. Remember a security guard.
0: Security guard.
1: All right, it's done. Three, two, one. That security guard, all he did was find uh, her bag and went back to give it to her. And the next thing you know, he's got to draw his weapon and start shooting at a van that slams him into the elevator.
0: You know, I'm a big believer in uh, no good deed goes unpunished, and this is a prime example of that. Of course you are. (laughs) I guarantee it. Next time you do something nice for somebody why that you, you didn't did. have to, that's why. <laughs> it's not going to go unpunished. The world has, the universe has to right itself.
1: That's why Chu does no good deeds. Everyone. You know what?
0: No, that's the thing. I do that shit, and then I'm mad at myself after because something happened. <laughs> what the fuck was I thinking? And then I'm just resentful. You know
1: what I don't. You know what I don't like. Helping people, because <laughs> something bad always happens. I like it at
0: first, and then I don't.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was very, I have to admit, uh, Dan, the photographer, as previously discussed, discussed, played by David Rash. Rash? I don't know. R-A-S-C-H-E. I'm going to say Rash.
0: Yeah, that sounds good.
1: Sounds right to me. But he has lines like, he's actively trying to get her to fuck him. Yeah. And then says things like, do it for your career. Bitch. Like, I'm ready for this guy to get a fucking axe to the head.
0: Yeah. He had it coming.
1: And boy, does he. Boy, does, does. he. <laughs> yeah. He gets murdered. And
0: you know what? That's what he deserves. Yeah. Does the crime fit the punishment? I don't know. Maybe. He seems a little rapey, so yeah, I'm might go with, be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, he 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 did seem rapey. He had not committed any acts of violence but yet, he though. He would have. Yeah, he might yeah. have. Ooh, we this is a this is an interesting philosophical I was just gonna country. say was, this
0: is very philosophical. F- uh, philosophical. <laughs> <laughs> I am so smart. Okay. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. I just want that word on a <laughs>
0: Philosophicky? <laughs> yes. You're welcome.
1: Ugh. Well, this is enough for the police department. They're going to put Sylvester Stallone in charge. But not before they tell him he has an attitude problem. Yeah. Do you remember what he says, Chu?
0: No, but he does have an attitude problem.
1: He does, but he says, yeah. But it's just a little one.
0: (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) The the look of excitement that
1: crossed over your face as you realized, I've got, I I know what I can say right here. I got (laughs) him. Oh, fuck. Fantastic.
0: I enjoyed that.
1: All right. um, Well, let's take another break. Okay. Let's take another break, and then we'll come back. I want to get into this fucking car chase scene big time. Yikes. Yeah. I fucking love it. So ridiculous. Right after this, everyone. After this quality message. Go ahead and check out 2 T Fitness. Tina Bernard has got you for all your needs. I know her personally. She's fantastic. You're not going to meet a better person to help you become the new you. Check it out. And we're back once again, ladies and gentlemen. Lady Chu and I are here discussing the somewhat not really directed George P. Cosmados movie, Cobra. From 1986. All right, you. I was going to move on to the uh, the car chase. But first we have the uh, try to murder in the hospital scene. Correct. Oh, yeah. I like that scene. That was fun. He's got a great disguise on. But I take issue with part of this disguise because. He. Well, he slicks He's got like motor oil in his hair. To make yeah. it darker. But then he murders someone and takes their glasses. Presumably, he does not need those glasses. So, he's he's trying to murder with, I gotta assume, a pretty big headache. Walking around with somebody else's fucking prescription on.
0: Yeah, and like, what if they were... What if those glasses were like an inch thick? That person couldn't yeah. have seen shit. Stupid. <laughs> Also, you probably—it's sh- probably in bad taste, not just to kill somebody, obviously, but to wear a dead person's glasses. Let's not do that. It's kind of weird. That's gross.
1: <laughs> that was insult to injury for you. Yeah,
0: I'm just like, why the fuck are you so goddamn weird? Don't put those glasses just- on.
1: Stab somebody in the chest while he's bleeding out on the floor. He sees him put on his glasses. He's like, "Oh no, not my glasses!" Yeah, it's just <laughs> oh, that's over the line. <laughs> Could you call nine one one and take my
0: glasses off? <laughs> but first, take the glasses off.
1: <laughs> anyway, I I think that whole hospital scene's great. That's another great Bridget Bridget Nielsen scene.
0: Yeah. She's great. Yeah. She hides. She hides in all the right spots. She doesn't do any stupid bullshit horror movie running from the killer shit. We all know the type.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, But we do have total formulaic cop stuff. Yeah. You know, where, like, one guy's... Uh, one cop's taken off the room and then Gonzalez goes to this precinct. He's like, I heard you wanted to talk to me. And he's like, yeah. well, why, why aren't you at the hospital? Can't get back over there. <laughs> <He's> gotta... <laughs>
0: That's <was> pretty <laughs> spot to... on, actually. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's got to drive like a maniac again.
0: And somehow makes it, makes it in time. Yeah. No L.A. traffic for this movie. Not oh, lick. by
1: the way, we kind of passed over, but what do you make of him... Uh, bumping into the cars of the people who park in front of his apartment and then ripping their shirt and then Which, saying that guy was wearing a out. wire by the a way a wire yeah. yeah
0: and it's never addressed like well
1: I I think it was just the the actual help to record the actor device oh.
0: okay it must be otherwise that's a fucking hole
1: cause otherwise Stallone as a cop should pick up on that yeah hey, are you working with us? What's going on? Yeah.
0: Who are you? What's going on here? <laughs> um,
1: but I just love the next time he shows up that they get out of his way. Yeah. They're like, hey,
0: hey. <laughs> totally. As opposed to the entitled. Like, yeah, as
1: I... opposed to the chingay sumadre that he gets on the first encounter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> He's a dick.
1: All right well, they're constantly trying to fucking kill this woman and just can't seem to do it. And then after the hospital scene, they have their worst plan ever, which is to just do a drive-by with a shotgun. Yeah. After smashing Gonzalez's car. And then ensues World's Most Insane Car Chase. It's... Oh... No. The whole time I kept saying, I kept saying, hey, Marion Cobretti, the witness is in the car. You're putting her life in danger. You Why jackass. is he trying to
0: kill her? Yeah.
1: Fuck. Because he's secretly working with them.
0: Yeah, because he's a killer.
1: As you pointed out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Fucking great. Big spoiler alert. <laughs>
1: That's the sequel. Do you know that in this movie Gonzalez was originally supposed to be working with them too?
0: Interesting. Yeah. I like that he's not. Me too. Yeah.
1: Because he's a fellow garbage belly. I
0: understand. Which is that. a line
1: of dialogue he speaks. Yeah.
0: I'm empathetic to that. Yeah. He's
1: yeah. he sees her getting all her. Shitty food from the vending machine or whatever. And he's like, hey, a fellow garbage belly.
0: <laughs> Bless him. When
1: she's putting all that ketchup.
0: Oh, God damn it. Huge fucking fries. grievance. I'm so glad you brought that up. Such
1: a grievance. Because
0: I didn't. I don't think I made note of that.
1: Oh, I sure did.
0: But I have a fun little story I,
1: about. I wrote down eating fries wrong.
0: <laughs> so wrong. Actually, <laughs> funny story. So when Tina uh, worked at Randy Jones in Mission Friend Valley the show, yeah, uh, worked at Randy Jones in Mission Valley. There was a regular there, which I'll leave unnamed just in case. But this guy was <laughs> a little off. Um, he's just a weird guy, but he was nice enough. and I was sitting at the bar waiting for her to get off of work and I uh, she had brought out some fries they were just extra I hadn't ordered them and this guy and I were talking and he was nice enough and I was like hey I'm, I'm done with these you know you can just if you want them he seemed like the type to just take them and uh, he that says a lot right there he ensued <laughs> to uh, do ketchup all over the fries on top oh. and I thought yeah I'm definitely not getting those back I ain't getting those back. And I will never fucking forget it. And I remember Tina and I having this look across the bar like, are you fucking kidding me? You put ketchup uh. all over every single fucking fry? How would I even <laughs> begin to start eating it again if I wanted it? Now I need a fucking fork for yeah. fries. I was not pleased.
1: So did, 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 this, did this scene trigger you?
0: Yes. <laughs> it brought me back. And you know what? No good deed goes unpunished. <laughs> I offered some of my fries because I knew he would take them, and it looked like he needed it. And then he just put fries all—he put ketchup all over the fucking fries. I guess I'm done with those. Wow. Anyway,
1: that's pretty great.
0: Yep. Anyway, moving on.
1: <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was just—I was just soaking it all in. <laughs> What were your impressions of that car chase but by the way though?
0: Well, honestly, my note was zoning out during car chase. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry <to> God.
1: <laughs> How could you zone out? It was so reckless. It's Too long. It's too long. It was long. Yeah. I, I like their like it looked like they were clearly cruising around Venice somewhere. Yeah. And they're jumping bridges and he's going through fucking street signs and taking down electric lines. Yeah. It's fucking great.
0: And no LA traffic. No. Makes me mad.
1: But then he flips his own fucking awesome fifty through a boat. Yeah. He <laughs> And nobody at that point says, Maybe we should take this fucker off the case. He almost killed the witness himself.
0: Yep. Nope. Cobra nobody tells Cobra what to do.
1: He almost fucking he almost he almost solved the night slashers problem for him.
0: <laughs> totally. <laughs>
1: well, then we uh, then we then we go to some sleepy, what felt to me like a northern California town. Yeah, it felt like they went far away, didn't it? Real far. Yeah. Yeah. With the orange groves where you can find bobbleheads, man, Marion Cobretti seemed. Genuinely surprised at how entertained he was by that bobblehead.
0: I I thought that was funny. Like I couldn't tell. Are we trying to be funny? But I thought it was funny. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was good. Because the head's bobbling, and then you see Stallone uh, move with it. Bobble his head. <laughs> That's fucking amazing.
0: I was like, okay. <laughs>
1: He went back back to to Hound Dog Stallone from over the top. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. Well, we've got Lee uh, Gerlington as Nancy Stock, who's the bad cop, Chew. And she brings the entire gang to this town. Yep. All of them. Every single one of them. The amount of PTSD... That would take place within this story is astonishing. It could keep multiple doctors Busy. afloat monetarily for many, many, many years. Oh yeah. Stallone kills forty-one people in this movie.
0: Wow. Forty-one. Holy shit.
1: All in the name of justice. <laughs>
0: eh. Was it though? I think you just like to kill him because he liked to kill him. Because he's the serial killer.
1: <laughs> Choose not letting go of that theory. <laughs> I just fucking this this whole last thing is so 80s. Like the most formulaic thing where Absolutely. they are shooting up the little house that he's in, the little hotel room. Yep. No bullets hit them. Somebody walks in, he shoots them. Somebody's on the, in the fucking, uh, you know, whatever the little night light or a night uh, window yeah. up above shoots him. Gets on a motorcycle. Nobody shoots them at that point, or into the truck rather. They get into the truck. Fucking motorcycles all around him. He's just easily shooting them, putting them down. They're flipping over each other. It's fucking great.
0: It was so such a long. Uh, climactic scene
1: oh yeah just goes on and on forever he would have died Chu but he dodged behind an orange (laughs) (laughs) And, and the killer with the scoped rifle shot the orange Yeah, that's how they let us know he's in danger
0: he should have been shot like he could have died
1: oh yeah but no bullets hit him. It's the the commando. Yeah. It's the commando ending.
0: Yep. Also, too long.
1: No, just right.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I'll die on that hill.
1: Because that's where I'll kill you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have our own battle that's way too fucking long. (laughs) Ironic. (laughs)
1: Yeah. All right. Well, what about... This is going to go on for a while, by the way. Okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's no off button. It's just the one button.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But is it a... I also... (laughs) I also have it as... Both a positive point and a grievance where, uh, I don't know, he seems to put some sort of gasoline or something onto someone, kerosene or something, and then he strikes a match and says, you have the right to remain silent.
0: Oh, that was painful.
1: And lights him on fire. Yep. There's not going to be anything silent about that, by the way. If you're going to light a human being on fire, there's going to be some noise. Yeah.
0: I've seen Game of Thrones. I know how it's done. Okay. They scream. (laughs) But then we
1: get, so of course, like everybody is coming only at him one by one. He can uh, kill somebody because he's cleverly putting his laser gun somewhere where they think it's him holding it. And really it's just on a piece of iron. Shit like that. He can shoot grenades, blow people up, turn on fire on people.
0: Stupid. Fire's
1: a fire's a big thing at the end of this movie. Yeah.
0: He's, he's, he's killing we...
1: a lot of people by fire.
0: Yeah. Why'd we decide on that last location? I don't know.
1: Because it's glorious. It gives you the pig speech. Oh, yeah. I love that after Stallone's killed 40 people and he has one more to go, that this guy's... The Night Slasher speech: Brian Thompson is saying, "You won't kill me, pig. There are rules for you, pig." I think I've been breaking the rules steadily for about twenty-five minutes in this last scene.
0: Yeah, like I, like Stallone <laughs> should have been like, "Have you not been watching the movie? I haven't followed and, any fucking rules."
1: Yeah, and I think it's important to note he absolutely was going to break those rules.
0: Yeah. He had eight traffic violations in the first in his first fucking scene. Really? I think we're past that.
1: He says in his best stallone voice, this is where the law stops and I start. Dun 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 Sucker <laughs> He actually <laughs> says the word sucker. I
0: didn't catch that. You didn't? No. Oh my god, Jew.
1: This is where the law stops, and I start. Sucker. But then the woman jumps on his back. (laughs) Uh. So she gets uh, shot by... Wait, did Brian Thompson have a gun? I thought he just had his knife.
0: I think he just had a knife.
1: Somebody tries to shoot her, or shoot him. He turns around, she gets shot, and then the fight is on. He puts him on that fucking hook, Jim. Yep. Amazing. As he's howling with pain. As he gets smelted.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's dead dead.
1: Fucking great. Oh, also as a positive point I have here, my last positive point is the captain saying to Stallone, to Marion Cobretti, you've done a hell of a job here.
0: Really? Really?
1: Are those the words you... We're cleaning up 41 dead bodies off the asphalt.
0: (laughs) The amount of paperwork is astronomical. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. And then...
1: And then he punches Monty.
0: And he punches him. He's a piece of shit. He had it coming.
1: Yeah. But he's right, too. It's like, uh, I would have done it differently. I mean, I guess what makes it... What makes the punch okay is that... Monty, as a cop, could never have done anything to foil this crime. No. So when he says, I would have done it differently, you're like, yeah, punch that guy.
0: Yeah, fuck him.
1: But he's right, because Stallone did make a mess of it. Yeah. (laughs) There's fucking blood on the asphalt, in the orange grove, in the hotel, and in the fucking refinery.
0: And then... It's everywhere. In true, just fuckery. He just drives away and lets everybody else clean up his fucking mess.
1: I know. He drives away. With his woman, by the way. With no helmet. He fucks the witness. Also a
0: cop (laughs) no-no. Yeah, you're not supposed to. Don't
1: hump the witness.
0: No humping of the witnesses.
1: Also, what possible reason does that model have to be attracted to him?
0: I don't know. She just wants a bad boy. I guess. And he's legally. He's like, it's legal. It's like part legal, part criminal. I don't know. Sucker. He's like a good bad guy. Or a bad good guy. Whatever. You know he's what I'm saying? He's a sucker. Fuck. So lame. <laughs> I hated that they rode off with no helmets. It was icing on well, the cake. Oh, it was the 80s, cake. Chew.
1: It was the '80s. You could you could ride with no helmets. Wear
0: the fucking helmet, you fucking jackass! <laughs> put the helmet on.
1: If you don't put the helmet on, you get buced. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> There's no denying it.
0: It will happen. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's a big difference between Point Break buced. Actually, that might have even been after the accident.
0: So let's say
1: there's a big difference between Buddy Holly Busey or Lethal Weapon Busey and Apprentice Busey. Yeah. And I'm going to say somewhere between 75 to 90% of that is the motorcycle accident.
0: Yeah. I always think of Gary Busey in uh, Entourage. (laughs) He's out there on that one.
1: (laughs) He's full Busey.
0: Yeah, totally. I bet they were just like, hey, man... Just do whatever. There's no lines. Just Whatever we'll, the fuck gonna, you want. We're going to ad-lib this one. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right, Chew. Anything else for Cobra?
0: No. Are we doing the drinking what? game?
1: Well, hang, hang on to your horses there. I just meant did you have any grievances or positive points you had to talk about?
0: Uh, No, I did actually find my catch-up note, though. I did write it down. I actually just couldn't nice. read my own writing, so...
1: Here we go. All right. What's your drinking game for a Cobra?
0: Okay. Drinking game is one of three things. Oh. And I this actually came pretty easily to me because I wrote it in the middle of the movie. <laughs> I already decided <laughs> that this was a no-brainer. Okay. One. Uh, oh, wait. No. Oh, yeah. No. Three. Yeah. Three choices. One. Anytime there's an obnoxiously cheesy line. There's plenty. Okay. Um, two, anytime there's a comment about um, making health conscious choices. <laughs> there's a few. You should yeah. feel good after those. Um, or uh, wearing sunglasses when it's not appropriate.
1: Oh, that's a good one. yeah you I, I like that one. yeah. Yeah. What are yours? What what are yours? (laughs) You said, what are? I have to have three now? No. No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Mine was for every set piece. So. Wow. We've got, we've got, (laughs) I know there are a lot. We've got grocery store. Yeah. I'm not going to count. Let's go ahead and count 80s montage music. Okay. Followed by... Hospital murder, yeah. followed by car chase. And then probably just the last fight, right? It's spread out really well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would say you could split the set piece or the um you could split the last set piece up from motel to the factory yeah. or whatever. So it's too- Well, you
1: could you could even go motel on the road yeah. factory.
0: <laughs> Fuck, you are fucked up at the end of this movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna have a good time. You're definitely calling an ex-girlfriend or boyfriend by the end.
0: Totally. (laughs) So maybe not do yours. If that's not something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just watched Cobra pretty drunk. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's it, I think. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, what is your drinking game? You let us know. I want to know what drinking game you would create for Cobra or anything you feel we missed for Cobra. I feel like we were pretty thorough, Chew. Yeah. But if there's something we missed, by all means, you let us know. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Send us an email to everythingsequel at gmail.com for Lady Chew of Tua T Fitness.
0: Wait, what? Chance. Did you say everything sequel? That's not what? this podcast. God damn it. <laughs> you're on the wrong show did I say everything sequel
1: yeah send an email to the how dare you podcast at gmail.com yeah for lady chew good catch obtuity fitness chance fuck up from the how dare you awards say goodbye lady chew
0: uh, goodbye today was a, it was a good day <laughs> we ended on a good note for me not a nah. great note for you I enjoyed that.
1: Eat a dick. (laughs) A cobra dick.
0: (laughs) With his (laughs) painted-on little fangs and and his little snake costume. (laughs) He's so cute. Okay. Good day, madam. And on that note... (laughs) Oh, that could be... That could be uh, the music that we play when we fight each other on the hill we're gonna die on. On the Commando Hill.
1: We're not gonna die, you're gonna die.
0: Uh, we'll see.
1: I'm gonna murder you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bye. Oh, huh, shit. Bye. It's not stopping. <laughs> Stop recording! Garage bin Stop recording. Oh. I... Oh, fuck me. Okay, stop is also zero. Let's do that. That's... that is... I have a problem. <laughs> oh, fuck! Stop recording. Stop. Nothing is registering. Please stop recording. Just listen to the clicks. It's probably like 18,000 fucking. Can you you not use it when it's plugged in?